Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, SliceOnBroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. Just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. wait for the perfect time Hey guys, it is the Wrestling Mayhem Show, episode 544. Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on Twitter, ready to talk professional wrestling with you guys live from the Mayhem Studios here in Pittsburgh, PA. We're going to have a lot of fun tonight. Joining me, this Motley crew, first of all, rounded out by our friend from Johnstown, PA, Floodtown, USA. It is Bobby FJ Town. Hi, everybody. I am holding in my possession a... Miniature Damien Sandow holding a giant steel chair, just just for uh, perspective. <laughs> just for perspective's sakes. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Bobby, if, if, if a schedule uh, holds out here, maybe talking to us about some other toys uh, and some yeah, interesting possibly. news around those of, of interest to some of you that share um, similar interests, I guess. So, But that's later in the show. Uh, also with us is the Riz. Hi, Sorg. I also have a toy. Has uh, the great Kali won the Battle Royal in WWE 2K17 yet for you? There needs to be a better customization for the great Kali. Like you can't, you can't just have one of those customized and then just post it on a giant guy and post it on a generic body. You have to have the detail, as in the uh, the weird side fat that comes off of him. The, the you know okay. weird aneurysms that he has. Yes, I'm gonna give you a uh, create a pro or create a wrestler pointer. Set all your settings to max <laughs> for the great Collie. Just max That's it out. Cheating. That is cheating, and I do not. I do not cheat. Okay. All right. <laughs> but yeah. Soon. Soon enough. This guy will win the Royal Rumble challenge. Soon. Soon. As he's doing the creative character with a figure for for perspective model, and we got a special guest tonight. As we were teasing, uh, Alina just the the, the massive massive uh, matchup of of crossover events. Uh, we have with us John John Paz of the Two Man Power Trip of Wrestling podcast is joining us tonight. How you doing, John? Hey yo, doing pretty good. How you doing tonight? We're doing great, doing great. Uh, so real quick. Just so people know that maybe haven't checked you out, what are you guys doing there on your podcast? 
Well, we're doing basically, we don't do a lot of, you know, current wrestling. I mean, we do do current wrestling, but we do a lot of kind of old school wrestling, basically meat and potatoes interviews with a lot of these legends and a lot of these kind of past stars. We do do some current stars, but we really like, uh, it's like the old timers, like we had on Dusty Rhodes for his final interview ever. We had on Bruno a few weeks ago. So we definitely like to keep it old school. We almost want to be like that uh, inside the actor's studio for pro wrestling interviews. Nice, nice. I was listening to a little bit of the uh, Tommy Dreamer interview today. Go check it out. Some really good stuff. And uh, and I'm re- really glad you could join us and, uh, and chime in a little bit on the pro wrestling news of the day. Yes, thank you. Will do. All right. And, of course, uh, this, you can check us out at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. If it's your first time coming across us, you can subscribe to the, the, to the show on Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, or video versions on YouTube or Facebook, including our Facebook Live that we've been doing lately. But, of course, uh, you can check us out live at live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com every week, every Tuesday, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And we talk about wrestling, or at least we're here. We intend to talk about wrestling, and we see where that goes sometimes. Uh, you can check out the recordings for gold and, and everything else that's, that's going on. Uh, sometimes we get politics. I think it's going to be very interesting during the election next week. Um, just a note, oh, if you drop in for that stuff, uh, we're having Darren DeNero on. I can't wait to see what his political views are. Uh, but anyways, um, uh, we, we're, we're doing some uh, different stuff. Uh, we killed off the chat room because it just plain wasn't working. So uh, we're giving you guys a link to... his sweet week. What, because it yeah, wasn't working? somebody off. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the, it, it died. The smoke monster got it. And uh, uh just like <laughs> just like ah oh, spoil okay I'm not caught up I'm like half a season behind but anyways um but no uh, drop into the Facebook <laughs> live fine. the Facebook live chat is uh probably the best thing right now we're gonna try to come back around and have a native uh, uh thing on live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com but go there whatever we decided to try this week will be at live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com to join us live so yes. I just want to put that out there no matter where there we end up here. or where we lead you to. Start there, and you know you'll find us. Carrier pigeon smoke signal. Yes, yes. Start your smoke uh, signal here. Um, we'll have flags, a- flags, flags, flags. Mayhem show flags. You know, yeah. okay. You know, it's 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 a new world of podcasting. And you can mm-hmm. also drop us a line at four one two two zero six WMS zero. Translate to that to Morse code and uh, smoke signals as well, or at that email address that we've been using for so long. Good times. Good times. Good times. Zero, zero, at com. Thank you, Greg Holly, for <laughs> chiming in on that as well. And, uh, of course, please <laughs> follow the show at Mayhem Show on the Twitter. And you can also follow us on Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. Uh, if you give to the show, you get the great, uh, uh, Wrestling Mayhem Show Gold. Uh, lately, we've been having uh, uh, some stories, some extra uh, uh, bits from our, our co-hosts, the wrestlers, and, and everybody else that's been joining us. John actually shared a little bit about one of the more interesting interviews they had with China uh, <laughs> back in the day. So uh, check out that story. You have to become a Patreon supporter, at least at the dollar level. I think that is the low end. So thank you to our Patreon supporters. Bo diggity! As well as the Matthew and Jennifer Carlin's Foundation for Podcast Betterment, Ed Burke. Who? Okay. Side note on Ed Burke: There was a discussion last night about Enzo, Enzo and Cass and their promos. And uh, at some point, I I proposed that DJ Lunchbox needs to read transcripts of Enzo promos in his British accent. 
Um, something happened, something about pound conversion or something like that. So Ed wrote, raised his love, his, his, his donation of a dollar an episode to a dollar 28 an episode to allow wow. for the, the Brexit, um, conversion limit. Uh, so I think he officially raised it a pound, uh, That's awesome. which I think is 28 wow. cents. If I, if I got the math right on that. So thank you. Thank you, Ed, for, for doing that. Uh, and, and there uh, apparently will be some I can't do math, so. British Enzo. Near can Britain, apparently. Um, and I know people today, from Britain listen to us. Somebody from there. I know we at least have one fan in Britain, and he's completely going to message us this week. So uh, there you yes, go. Yes, yes. At, at work today, I had to convert ounces into pounds. <laughs> oh, no. That's what Google's <laughs> for. Was, it was sad. That's what Google or Siri is for. Uh, Alex yeah. Carr is also at the dollar level. A friend out in California. Uh, Bobby Snyder. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who the hell is Bobby Snyder? <laughs> and, of course, our newest, newest uh, uh, contributor, Christopher Bishop. Thank you so much. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. Let's get into actually talking about wrestling, guys. Uh, hell in a Cell was this weekend, and I think it was the helliest and the selliest of all the pay-per-views in the recent years, myself. Uh, we had three big uh, matches uh, in the cell, and some pretty decent matches, I thought, outside of the cell as well. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know. I feel like there there weren't. A, I didn't feel like there was a huge dud like there typically is in Hell in a Cell matches when we even have two of them in recent years. How do you guys feel overall? Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? Yeah, wait to see Anybody at first. all? Um, so yeah, yeah, like you said, Sorg, that none of those were dud matches. Mm-hmm. Even the Roman Reigns and uh, yeah. and Rusev was a good match because those two actually belong in a cell every time they fight because they are just two dudes just beating each other up with everything that's in their possession, including a cell. So yeah, that that match that match was good because it, it actually told a nice little story in the between. Uh, the the world title match, or the, the universal title match, perfect. It was pretty damn good itself. And I mean, come on, the like the the the, the interaction between those two during that what was that five minutes sp- or that minute span of every single move they have over and over again, the super kick after super kick after clothesline after f- like fake finish after fake finish. It was amazing. It was, it was pretty good. And then the, the, and yeah, the, the women's match was probably the lesser of the three, but it still told a good story and d- deserved it deserved to be up there because it did tell that good story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that one told about the best story out of all three. That, that's interesting, and, that, and that's why it should have been the main event. That, yeah. that, that's interesting. So, so you think it was the lesser of the matches as a match? But like I, like but I told the best. Story. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it was not, not not to say it was a bad match. No, compared to what we saw with the United States title match and the Universal title match. It kind of felt less. It was great. It was a great match, mm-hmm. but it just fell. I don't know why. It just felt different. What do you What do you think of the Hell in a Cell matches as a whole? There, John. 
I don't know. The first match with the Reigns and Rusev, I did actually like it a lot. It actually kind of was better than my expectations of it, so I mm-hmm. like that. I just didn't like the placement of where Owens and Rollins was on the card. I, I, I liked the match itself. It was good. I liked Jericho's involvement. I just thought it was weird. It was just thrown in the middle of the card. I'm like, ah, it's for the world title. It should either maybe maybe not let off the show, but I don't, maybe been the semi-main event. I kind of didn't like that. And uh, Charlotte and Sasha was pretty good, but Sasha losing in her hometown? I don't know. I don't know about that. It feels like does it, like somebody tweeted like, "Hey, reminder: everybody loses in their hometown." Apparently, um, so like like <laughs> WWE style. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's WWE. It's like, well, you you kind of know how this is going. I thought I thought it was interesting going into it, um, and I think it was the first time they really got into this part of it. But but they've been doing this with a lot of people. Seth Rollins. They talked about his like how many major pay per view title matches he'd been in in a row, basically. Uh, Charlotte's win record at pay per views. Right, mm-hmm. never, right. never lost the title at the pay per view. Never, I think, lost at a pay per view in like yeah, a 16, fourteen and 0. fourteen mm-hmm. and zero. Is it? Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so there was a little foreshadowing there. Uh, you, you remember, Sasha won both times on Raw that belt. One of them here in Pittsburgh. Saw yes. it in person. It was a great night. Um, and uh, so, so they're trying to. I, they're getting Charlotte to something, you know. And uh, and and I thought they did a really good job. What? with how it came out in the long run. So nice little ode. I mean, everybody saw, saw like the ode to, uh, uh, Foley's hell in a cell with our stretcher weight. Um, yeah, but, uh, I, which I thought was just done superbly. I was, um, I was yelling, cheering to the point I was wake I was waking my wife up. Uh, and I had tears <laughs> in my. Watching. I had tears of I, I had tears of joy in my eye. I'm not afraid to admit it. I was so into that match when they were getting to that point, and she got up <laughs> off the stretcher. It was great. Um, but uh, no, I, I thought that was a, a freaking masterpiece of a match, and, and really got them to a good point. And Dude, something just put the fact that you just cried on WWE. I did. I did. I did. It made me about tear. Wrestling. I was. I, it was. Welcome. Uh, uh, Riz, you're. Uh, welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. <laughs> uh, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show where we can admit we cry during wrestling. Um, hey, Riz, uh, you're getting a little bit roboty there, so uh, try to try to work that fix here real quick. Ah. I know. I mean, you might be back. I'm not sure. So. Still real. It's getting goofy over there. You're also very like moving roboty uh, or something too. Uh, but anyways, uh, no, no. I think uh, everything kind of fit. Everything kind of fit. We had three different matches. You know, um, the the most screwy of finish really was the the universal title match, which we always get one, right? But it heels, wasn't. Heels gonna heal. Yeah, heels got to heal. Jericho's got a Jericho's got a Jericho. Jericho. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that was amazing. But but I mean, it, it's you know there was a nice variety, and you know I know that a lot of the discussion is this Hell in a Cell really fit in in this you know as the we do it because it's October thing, um, which always weirds me out because it's Hell in a Cell, and we have pink ropes, you know. Uh, but uh, that, that that seems like that. I wish we could just like bump it to the beginning of November just to, you know. We, Sometimes we, we have purple ropes. Some, when do we have purple ropes? Oh, they're in the cruiserweight. Yeah, but I mean, like in the cell, like you have this like vicious, yeah, hellacious structure, 
and yeah, you have a pink and purple, rope. Purple in the, or pink in the middle. And, and you have a pink rope. Like I, I, I admire the, the, the campaign, but I just don't think we should think about breast cancer during Hell in a Cell. <laughs> you know? I don't know. It, it's kind of a mixed message for me. But um, other than that, oh, we've lost Riz. Riz is long gone now. Um, but uh, other than that, the uh, rest of the match I thought rounded out pretty well. Um, I thought we had some uh, uh, fun stuff with the tag matches. Sheamus and Cesaro, I hope never, never break up. Oh my god, that's so fun! Never break up. Um, um, I, I was even proposing the question last night: who should be their third person? Like in the vein of uh, New Day. Mm. Like I, I feel like like we could do that, right? Because they're definitely like New Day's definitely taking the third person advantage. Um, you know when they're when they're taking those guys on. And I could see something. Somebody suggested our truth. I don't know about that. Zero truth. Bless you. Uh, um, but uh, I don't know. What do you think, John? How are you? How are you digging on the Cesaro Sheamus stuff? I was actually thinking. I know he's kind of in a feud with uh, Braun Strowman. I was thinking, oh, since he's like such a good wrestler, good worker, I like him. I was thinking about throwing Sami Zayn mm-hmm. in with those guys. It would be mm-hmm. an interesting little trio. Mm-hmm. I'm representing three. I wouldn't mind seeing them representing three non-American co- countries. Yes, uh, <laughs> there you go. Add that to the thing. Yep. And it doesn't have to be like he can still be Sami Zayn. Like he doesn't have to turn heel or anything, right? Like because Cesaro hasn't really. Sheamus is where he nope. is. I mean, and that's why it kind of works, you know. Uh, <laughs> and even if he's just the guy that still like does the Facebook live on the outside, because that was tremendous when they do- did that week to week, back to back. It was a lot of fun. Uh, to watch either one of those. Um, other than that, uh, Cru- what's that, Bobby? I got one. I would love to see Rusev with them. <laughs> Another try at the League of Nations, but just have them argue all the time. I think it'll work a lot better. <laughs> what was the other? The other League of Nations was uh, what? Hi- Rus- Del Rio, Del Rio, and Wade, and, Wade. and they it, yeah. and Wade was so weird because. He was in an injury or yeah. on his way out. <laughs> so, yeah, like we never really got the full potential of that group. And I don't know. Del Rio just had such an off-putting start to to his thing. Um, Del Rio and his mind on page. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> he had other things going on, apparently. Yeah. So Riz is back. Riz is back. I'm back. Riz, we'll, back. Pull, we'll throw I'm you right, right into the question we're going into. If you were to add a in third... In human form. In human form? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, am not, I am not the Rizbot anymore. Not I am the Rizbot. Riz. Uh, Riz, uh, if you were to add a third person to Seamus and Cesaro, uh, New Day style, who would it be? Hmm. 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 That's a good question. You should have seen the big question. I didn't miss the entire go- This is the entire min- thing. This is the mini. <laughs> yeah, you've been gone for a while. No, that's what the um, series start. You know what? I'm I'm going to go a little off off base here. Is he in? Is he in Raw? Am I thinking of the right one? That's okay. We can bring. We can ship yeah, him uh, over for you. Over. Uh, screw it. Uh, I, I was going to say bring in uh, Corporate Kane because hmm. he knows how to mend. He knows how to mend fences now with, you know, the... That'd be great. With, uh, with the Dr. Shelby teachings. And I'm going to allow it because create. technically Demon Kane is on SmackDown. Yeah, Demon Kane is on Corporate SmackDown. Kane so. <laughs> Corporate Kane can work with, you know, anybody. He's a free agent. So, yeah, why not? Just put Corporate Kane in with anybody 
and be be a manager for them and have them do things. Maybe also, maybe maybe ask Carol to do something mm-hmm. with them. You know, else would be kind of fun. East Slater. <laughs> Just for comedy's sake. Hey, you know what, man? If Rhino wins this election next week, I mean, it has to be something. Um, yeah. I wonder how far, like, if he's actually, like, close to winning. I, I don't know. I need to look into it. There was an article. I, I didn't get through the entire thing, but but I shared it over about his campaign and, and, and how it's working for him. But uh, actually, I think he came up. Uh, we interviewed one of the authors of the Donald Trump is a pro, uh, is a pro wrestler book. Um, that's going to be on Indie Mayhem show this week, and we brought up Rhino and how <laughs> him being on WWE as the champion actually is probably getting him voters because yeah. he's a st- running for state senate, I think in in uh, Michigan. He, like get, you know, getting a hundred extra voters from seeing them him on SmackDown on Tuesday nights is probably enough to sway an election for him. Like how scary is that? Like, how scary is the election period? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true. So I just uh, yeah, we do get like 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 kind of political on that one. No, we get very political on that one. Uh, but it's a really cool, kind of an interesting analysis that'll be up later this week. Uh, so um, I want to talk cruiserweights real quick before we go to our first break here. Uh, oh boy! Oh boy! Riz, what's wrong? Riz's favorite wrestler. Oh no! Oh, no, oh okay, Riz. Uh, your your personal beef with T.J. Perkins aside, which I didn't really take it that way, <laughs> uh, you know, and N sixty fours and all that kind of stuff. But you uh, don't break N sixty four, Sorg. Just don't. <laughs> Listen, the poor guy is being forced to make video game references at every turn. You know, they're not all going to be winners or make sense. God damn it, you play video games. That's going to be your, your gimmick. <laughs> I mean, he looks like he's like 14 years old and will play <laughs> video games. And, and, and everybody loves doing the dab. Let's do the dab. Everybody likes dab. I can't. Sorry, sorry. I can't do the dab. What were you going to say? I can't do the what were you going to say? I was going to ask what you think of the <laughs> cruiserweights. Um, but... Um, <laughs> No, no, go ahead, Sark. You can ask me that. Cruiserweight tag match, perfect way to start the kickoff show. They should always mm-hmm. just have what random cruiserweights do we have, throw them on the kickoff show. Like I that- have a question. Did you just raise why your hand? Did you just raise why your hand we- on this podcast? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> why why do we always have to see the cruiserweights in six man tags if they're not doing anything else? Yeah, I guess pretty ridiculous. Like, but let's just throw as many as we can in a match. And it's always the same six guys on yeah, the exact it's same side. The same people. And it's like, can we at least have like maybe a cruiserweight battle royal once the new guys show up for a number one contendership or something? Just something different. We don't have to always have six man tags. With the the cruiserweight, the island of misfit cruiserweights that are <laughs> that are like out adrift in the middle of the ocean, not doing anything. It, it's kind of, it, it, isn't it? Like sometimes you feel like it's treated like the women's division. You know, there's the bit, main yeah. thing happening over here, and then here's everybody else. You know, except you know the match. I mean, I still I still enjoy the six man matches. You know, yeah. I, I think I said to my wife, "Is like this is the closest you're going to get to an indie match right here." Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. it, on Raw, at least. But uh, John, what do you think about the cruiserweights thus far? Man, it, coming into it with the cruiserweight classic, I felt like the tournament was great. It, it definitely mm-hmm. delivered. 
But then I felt like when they put it on Raw, they really didn't put that much emphasis on it. And like you guys said, they kind of just put the same match on almost every week, and it's just kind of getting old. It's like, what are they going to do with these guys? <laughs> and how many times, like, right, how many times are these guys going to wrestle these guys? They need to start giving them better storylines, giving them more matches, maybe bringing in a few more guys and changing it up a little bit. Well, wasn't Sin Cara supposed to be in in the cruiserweights now? Yeah, yeah wasn't is. that the big get? Or, or huge you, get. Yeah, that was a huge get for <laughs> WWE because hey, he's a he's a guy that you know, and look at him, and they haven't used him at all. Actually, well, I he think was in that match. He, he was part of the match. He was a part of the kickoff once. match. Uh, Who was his replacement last? He's been night? there a couple times. Um, oh, oh, Rich Swan. That's right. Yeah. Because Rich, Rich Swan was on the pre-show kickoff on commentary. Right. And I was like, why? It's Rich Swan. <laughs> and also, I, I'm every time we have to talk about the Cruiserweights, I do have to bring up uh, Drew Gulak can wrestle in a fish. I mean, can wrestle in a fishing net. Yeah, when he's not working at Medieval Times. Yes, that is true. <laughs> and they should actually bring that up multiple times on WWE networking because you know why not i don't think the fishnet spot from king and trios is going to come up too much but i mean joey Styles was there might as well <laughs> that's true they can use, they can use his true. audio there you go they don't have rights to joey styles audio just because he was an employee yeah that's not how that joey works styles i don't care there anymore <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's off promoting other indie promotions to anybody that'll listen on twitter which awesome great Super. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, all right. Well, let's take a quick break here. Speaking of indie wrestling, check out our friends at indiewrestling.us. The Riz writes a column over yes. there, letting you oh, know what is important to uh, indie wrestling. What you should know about indie wrestling every week around the indies over there at indiewrestling.us. And great uh, feedback on that too. I like it. You have been, yeah, yeah. There's been a few, few uh, uh, responses from those, and of course, our good friends uh, with Renegade Wrestling Alliance, which we will be there. Wrestling Mayhem Show will be live at the next RWA event on November 12th. I want to say it's the 12th, whatever that Saturday is. Uh, and of course, our good friends, uh, uh, Premier Championship Wrestling, a new promotion up in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, IWC, IWC having a great show. Cleveland, I'm sorry, Clearfield Carnage this weekend uh, with uh, Ring of Honor's Chris LaRusso taking on Jason Gore. It's going to be a great, great match. Um, they're actually having, if you're in the Pittsburgh area and you're a professional wrestler, you can get here. IWC is having a um, seminar with Brutal Bob Evans. And uh, I first got to experience Brutal Bob Evans uh, at the last Clearfield show, all the way back in, I want to say, April or May, up that way. Um, really, really great to see him. Uh, I'd never seen him outside of like, that Ring of Honor, like kind of his role there. Um, really cool guy, uh, a fountain of information. Everybody speaks so highly of him with the uh, Ring of Honor camps and everything that we've talked to on the shows. Uh, so definitely take that opportunity if you can get to the Pittsburgh area for that. Information for that is on the International Wrestling Cartel's Facebook page and Twitter. Uh, and it should be over at IWCWrestling.com as well. Go go check them out. Support some indie wrestling. Um, sign up for the newsletter. You'll get information for Wrestling Mayhem Show. Get a free download. Uh, from a great IWC show of the past, including names like AJ Styles um, on it. And uh, get updated on sales, just like the Halloween sale that uh, we just, just concluded over the weekend. 
for 50% off our digital downloads. A lot of you guys are out there taking advantage of that. Thank you so much. IndieWrestling.us. Okay, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, uh, Ronda Rousey for a moment here. Uh, is up in the news, and actually, a friend of the show, Justin Labar, has been uh, talking about her. And what, what, what should what should happen with Ronda? Um, she's been uh, going around saying that her uh, her MMA career is probably winding down, and WWE uh, sounds like it's going to be a pretty decent option. And considering she obviously has interest in it, and her friends at AIW's um, um, event recently uh, talking about that. And, uh, uh, you know, and of course, the WrestleMania uh, appearance with The Rock that we had a little bit ago as well. Um, what, do you, what do you guys think? Um, what, I, I don't think I'm worried about her making the transition, necessarily. But is she, is she the, the female Brock Lesnar that none, yeah. of, us, that none, yeah. of, that none of us knew we wanted? Yeah. <laughs> Like, like, I, honestly, honestly, I want to see what she does on the mic. Like, that's the only downside I see with it. Because with WWE, you have to be good in all all the categories, which is, and I haven't seen, I haven't heard Ronda Rousey speak. Playing well, yeah, she Ronda, she pretty much played Ronda Rousey's Bobby. Well, she was in Fast what Fast Six. Yeah, and why was she in Fast Six? Two ride cars. Sure, why not? Why not? She probably did. Oh, wait, no. Wasn't she in... She was in, like, the third Expendables movie, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she she kicked ass in that one. But she barely talked in that one as well. It's not Gina Carano. I remember her. Y- yeah, yeah, I just I just watched yeah, Deadpool. I had a crush on Crush. I just I just I just watched Deadpool again. I remember her. Yeah. Um. But uh, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. I, I don't know if she. I don't know if she's one that would yeah, want would. to make the transition yeah, as gone. much. You're. <laughs> I was like. I was like, no, no, this needs to happen. John, are you John? Are you following the news on Ronda Rousey? Yeah, I don't know. I always thought she was kind of a better fit for pro wrestling than MMA just by her character and mm-hmm. and how, you know, her her trash talk. I mean, she doesn't do much of it, but you know, her mm-hmm. stare downs, the obviously the thing with the rock at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I always thought her transition to wrestling would be great and I would I think she'd be awesome at it actually and uh, you know, she's not a bad looker either, so I think she'd <laughs> fit in perfectly. I she I think wrestling is almost yeah, she's always at PWG. You said uh, she was at a, uh, AIW. I mean, I feel like she loves wrestling. I feel like mm-hmm. she, obviously she's a big Roddy Piper fan, so she knows the history of the business. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's a perfect fit for pro wrestling. Certainly, certainly. And and, and uh, like I said, Labar was talking about uh, her in his article over at Upgroove.com. Um, again, kind of, she should, she like Brock, she should never lose. Like, she should be in there and mm. just kind of tearing people off. Um, yep. and just be a special attraction, right? My only concern is, like, you know, I feel like with Brock, we're running into okay, who's a credible threat from him anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they got to the, bring Goldberg back, right? Yeah, Goldberg, and even Goldberg, I'm looking at, I'm like, man, it, like, what is Goldberg? It's not the same Goldberg. It's not the same you Goldberg. Know? Like, like not- Brock went out and literally kicked ass for a while to stay a badass, and Bill's been talking about cars on podcasts. Um, <laughs> and he wears heavy coats. He wears heavy coats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lots of layers. Lots of layers for Bill Goldberg. Indoors. 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 On hot days. 
Yeah. So air conditioning could be really cold. Yeah, like, you never know. They, it they, might have been a hockey. Some arena of those too. new buildings. Some of those new buildings have really good AC. <laughs> uh, Picture for, this though. Wait, going back to Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey versus Oscar. Oh, there you go. That's what I'm waiting for. Oh my god. That's what I was waiting for. Um, again, kind of the like when we we're talking about Nakam- what was it Nakamura and the Rock we were talking about last week, like Rockamora. Rockamora, Rockamora. <laughs> somebody, somebody messaged that they can't get the word Rockamora out of their head after the show last <laughs> week. Um, but she's somebody that needs to come up, you know, and Oscar and Rousey. Be- <laughs> That's the new one. <laughs> Oscar Rousey. Hashtag oh. Oscar Rousey. If you're nasty. <laughs> but but no, she's like the only. She's the badass one because like everybody, like Charlie and all of them are great. But who's badass in the women's <laughs> division? Oscar. Uh, Nia Jax. Nia Jax. But man, I, I don't know. Like I feel like I feel like you. Becky. Have, Becky Lynch is pretty badass. Becky could be badass. Becky, but badass. according to Kevin Dunn, she's not allowed to speak anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you tweeting about that. What, what's what's going on with Kevin Dunn? Kevin Dunn does not like Becky Lynch's accent, so therefore he's going to significantly cut her promo time. Ugh. Ugh. He needs to leave. That's gross. He needs to GTFO. Yeah. So that's just my two two cents on Kevin Dunn. Every time I heard I heard that, and I thought it was rumor. I thought it was like like pure rumor. I'm like, whoever's thinking that I believe it. Like like what the hell is Seamus doing? I know it's a little bit different accent, but still. No, it's not. It's the same accent. Same accent. It's not a different accent. It's it's I, the same accent. Well yeah, th- that to me sounds more like a rumor than anything. Yeah, uh, I believe I, it though. I know you believe it because... Knowing Kevin Dunn's track record, yeah, I believe it. It's unfortunate. Um, Allegedly. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, but no, but other than that, like the Nia Jax, I could see see doing doing that with her, but but, uh, again, you know, Ronda... Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox? Crazy badass. Legit, but but could you see them building her up to anything that no. would be credible? No, probably not. No, not really. So, uh, Oscar is like the only one I uh, think. Yeah, uh, Oscar is the one the one that it needs to be. It it pr- like. Let's get real. It's going to be Nikki Bella. <laughs> it's going to be Nikki Bella. <laughs> Alexa Bliss would be good. Her promo tonight. Her her Carmella's promos tonight on SmackDown mm-hmm. were amazing. Again, mm-hmm. and like. There was one point where I yelled at my TV because Carmella was talking about the Survivor Series teams. And she took down Bailey, and I'm like, that is your best friend! What are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, she's a heel now, so it's okay. Certainly. So, I don't know. Any last thoughts on this? Um, I, I, I can't think of anybody else. Like, Virginia Corral is the only other one. I, obviously, Bobby, who's absolutely spinning with, but several of us on the show were at the time. Um Billy Kay. In, insider. Or, see, just be, Billy Kay's arm just snap off. Yeah, Billy Kay. That'd be amazing. No, no well, it wouldn't. Well, take it, that back. Is, so there's, that there, back. there's another MMA girl. I know I was talking with uh, uh, Britt oh. Brit about her. That, that's with NXT. What's her name? Is that one of Rousey's friends? Yeah. Or is that I'm somebody like, else entirely? No, I, I don't think it is. No. 
But she has an MMA gimmick. She was on Tough Enough. Okay. Oh, what hmm. is her name? The, it starts with a D. Daria? Might be. Daria Cueto? Yeah, Daria. Yep. Daria Cueto. Daria Cueto? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it wasn't Daria Cueto. Does she have a dial of doom? I can't remember her last name, but it is Daria something something. Wouldn't be great. I, I don't want this. I don't wish this on, on, on the people it would... It would it would, it would, <laughs> this would happen to, but sexy star against Ronda Rousey, I mm-hmm. think would be pretty, pretty serious in the long run. Evilise, uh, Evilise is a badass. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess it's you could. Hey, hey, Lucha Underground. Can Ronda Rousey just go to Lucha Underground? Listen, listen, we know you <laughs> listen to the show, Lucha Underground. Like, no, we legit know way, you guys listen to the show. Hey, by the way, the name is Daria. Baronado. Ah, yeah. Okay, okay. But but like, thank you, Google. Thank you, Google. I don't know. I don't know what Aztec gold they need to sell to get the money to get Ronda Rousey, but it needs to happen because let's be honest, this is the place where it's going to be the best, right? Mm-hmm. They could sell out an eighty thousand seats arena instead. Ronda Rousey versus Pentagon Dark. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Ronda Rousey against Mil Mortez. There you go. There you go. Book it, Matt Stryker. Book it. Book it. (laughs) New friend, Matt Stryker. Vampiro's just staring off in the distance. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There was something. I have to bring this up since we brought up Vampiro and Pentagon Dark. (laughs) Somebody was saying about, like, somebody on on Facebook said about uh, Nikki Bella has gone dark. I don't know why. And I'm just like, I was like, like, Pentagon Dark? And then I just had this whole thing where John Cena was like Vampiro, and when she broke her neck, how they had that whole storyline with like Nikki tied up and him like dropping wax on her, so she becomes like Pentagon Dark. Wow, it was just like this whole weird thing. It was, it was funny. What are you dreaming of? Wow. No, you, well, you didn't see you didn't see the the Pentagon Dark segment, huh? Wow. Like he dri- he dripped wax on her on his no on his I mask. have I have not seen okay it. yeah he he dripped wax on his mask and it like dripped down and that's how he like overcame his injury yeah it was pretty badass but that's uh, that immediately popped into my head <laughs> damn I need to catch up on the yeah. underground um anyways yeah. well on that note. Uh, let's let's go ahead to the break. We'll be back with a big question. But first, big shout out to our friend Slice on Broadway supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. For you guys, those of you that are in the area, please go check them out. Uh, they got a new website over there at sliceonbroadway.com. And they've been supporting the show for uh, well over two years uh, for our in-studio guests. Uh, we had a few here earlier for uh, Awesome Cast, of course. And a lot of the wrestlers that come in for Indie Mayhem Show get supported in that. And get some in here. It gets a little bit different vibe than everybody being on the digital Ness Riz, you're not that far away. Why the hell aren't you? I'm not. You could have pizza I'm not. Right now. And uh, Bobby, hmm. just so you know, uh, we're going to take the T. Okay. We're going to get off of North. We're going to go North Shore, North Shore exit. Okay. And we're going to go down to PNC Park. Okay. And have ourselves a slice on Broadway. All right. We're going to, we're going to bring Finn Balor. Baylor. Pizza. Baylor. Finn, Finn Baylor. And then we're going to do the Finn Fine. Freeze. That's going to be the whole interview. Just me doing the Finn freeze with Finn. Is everybody standing 
still. Yes. Can play. you explain this? What is, what is this Finn Freeze? Like, that's that weird Wait, pose he's been doing? If, if we do the interview, I am going to ask him, where did that come from? What are the origins of the Finn Freeze? And how Sorg. does it relate to pizza to get back on track of the commercial? Yes, yeah, Sorg. Please continue about Slice on Broadway. I'm getting hungry already. No, the Finn Freeze is one example right now. Check him out, Slice on Broadway. (laughs) We have a friend of the show that works at Mattress Firm, actually. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, we we do. I'll tell you off air. Um, But anyways, where where else are they at? Oh, yeah, check him out, Slice on Broadway, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram. and uh, Where else are they, Sorg? PGH underscore Slice on the Twitter. They're over there at PNC Park. Right here in BHV along the tracks and Main Street down in Carnegie, PA. Let them know the Mayhem Show has sent you. Um, unless you do something really weird, then just don't mention us at all. Uh, we'll see you guys next. <laughs> we'll be right back with the big question. We'll see you next week, guys. <laughs> Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. Wrestling Mayhem Show. We are here. Riz joining us. Bobby of J Town and uh, and John John pa- John Paz from uh, uh, Two Man Power Trip of Wrestling podcast. Wait, oh, yeah. Bobby, were you going to say something? No, I'm, I'm good. Okay, false alarm. False alarm on Bobby. I'm not going to talk the rest of the podcast. Not now. the rest of the. It is time for the big question. And while well, I already admitted uh, crying to wrestling a couple days ago, I thought it'd be interesting. And uh, I did confirm that if everybody has a story, they'd be willing to, to, to tell. When's the last time wrestling made you cry? And, and this is storytelling. This is, man, this is the manliest wrestling mayhem show we've ever done. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, it's storytelling. You know, it's, it's, it's emotional if you're, if you're, if you're a big fan and you're getting into it. And, and not, openly weeping i want to qualify and just like you've got that tear teary eye thing right like when you're really into a story um and i'm kind of curious like what else you know much like this this thing um and maybe like every time sasha wins the belt um you know for for me at this point i just openly weep when sasha comes out to the ring at this point okay um because i'm just so happy for her but uh uh you know what, what what's another crying point in wrestling for you guys who wants to go first Nobody wants to tell their sob stories. <laughs> I can. I don't want to tell another one to start off because I, I already. Get, I'll, I'll I'll start. This Riz off. always the good one to Riz. step up. Not, but this is kind of going a little off base here. It's not a sad cry. It was one of the times where, um, like, during my early years of being a wrestling fan, I always went to house shows. Like everything happened for me at a house show. Like I saw Stone Cold face somebody else at a house show. There was another thing at a house show. Like my experience with being live in the Mellon Arena was during a live show, except for one moment. And just me thinking, and that one moment was me walking into a giant arena filled with people like this again this was the first time i've been into an arena like melon arena for a wwe event where it's packed to the brim with everybody there and this was in 1998 when i was just a little freaking kid and there was this like 
this entire set and this whole thing, fireworks went off, everything all over the place. It was amazing. So that just like, and I did get, you know, I get teary eyed thinking about it. Like I'm like, every time I watch it on uh, the network, I'm like, Holy shit. I was there when, when, when this happened. And I'm, I'm in the history books. I was being there when Mick Foley fell down, fell through the table. I was there for all that. And it was one of those things where I'm like, I remember going inside that building and just like in awe, like awestruck with what I saw. So that kind of brings me back a little bit and makes me happy that I was there. So, and yeah, and I do admit I did kind of, you know, tear up a little bit, but it was for a good moment. And, and, and that's, that's what we, that's what we like. We like emotional shit. That's why we watch wrestling. <laughs> that's why I, that's why we watch walking dead. That's why we watch everything else. We want to be entertained and we want to have, emotional connections with with someone or something or some event that happens and that to me was what i felt when i went into that in for the king of the ring in 98 that's great that's great that's great that's how you, that's how you do it sorg that's how you do it exactly uh john do you have one you know i i kind of put it in two different categories one is like you know, sobbing and actually crying from the business. And then others like kind of like goosebump moments where you kind of, you know, you feel definitely like uh, he said, like high emotion, you kind of get into it. But I remember WrestleMania six and this is like a sobbing crying thing <laughs> when warrior beat Hogan. Oh my God. I was inconsolable. I was, I was out of it. I was crying. My brother was upset. We, we couldn't believe Hogan lost to the ultimate warrior. So I hated warrior for a long time after that. And then the next year he beat Savage, another one of my favorites. So, needless to say, I didn't like Ultimate Warrior for many, many years. He kind of, uh, he definitely made me cry a few times. So that wasn't that wasn't good when I was a kid. But as far as goosebump moments, uh, definitely Daniel Bryan winning the the title at WrestleMania 30. That was a big time goosebump moment. Like, wow, this guy actually did it. He wasn't supposed to do it. They never wanted him to do it, but he was so over with the crowd. Mm-hmm. They basically kind of forced a hand, and he had to do it. Then, um, as far as live shows that I was at, uh, Hogan's return to MSG to save HBK from Muhammad Hassan and Davari, the crowd was oh. nuts. My uh, my friend's uncle was there with me. He literally he said he couldn't hear. He's like, I can't hear. I can't hear. Like he was going deaf because the place was so so crazy. So that was another awesome like goosebump kind of moment where you're just like, oh my god, this is unreal. This is what the business is all about. <laughs> Davari, only character to be killed off wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily. Well, yeah, Kane or not, not Kane. Um, Paul Bear. Paul Bear. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's and still, possibly so. Vince McMahon for a week. <laughs> <laughs> then we won't go into that detail. Nope, what happened nope, next? Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it's exactly what we talk about there, John. Is uh, we refer to those like as the wrestling chills lately on the show. Mm-hmm. That goose bumpy yes. moment where, yep. like, oh, I feel that down my spine, kind of thing, right? Uh, yep, so, absolutely. Certainly. Bobby, do you have one? I got two recent ones and one from back in the day. Um, the two recent ones, Daniel Bryan's retirement speech, mm. hands down, one of like, mm. that was yep. like, that was like, is it Dusty in here? Um, and then the other one was uh, NXT TakeOver uh, Brooklyn with uh, 
Sar- Charlotte and Sa- or not, uh, Bailey and Sasha. Mm-hmm. Well, like, after that match, it was like, wow, they did it. They main event in a pay-per-view. You know, amazing match. It was cool. Back in the day, <laughs> don't laugh at me for this, guys. Um, We're going to laugh at you, though. I cried like a baby when Tugboat turned heel. It <laughs> 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 joined, joined with Earthquake. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's the story the natural, nat- natural disasters. I, love this. I I never get tired of that story because mm. I I was such a huge tugboat fan when I was a kid. I was like, it's a fat guy doing things. It was it was super <laughs> and relatable, then, and he could never dress well. So yeah, and then and then and then he he just broke my heart and 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 turned turned heel and formed the Natural Disasters. That's which okay. actually Natural Natural Disasters are one of my favorite tag teams. Oh yeah, they they good the day they were a badass yeah. tag team for that era. Yeah, you that's, know. That's probably when I started rooting for the heels more than I was the faces. Yeah, who who else is going to give Legion of Doom? Who else is going to give Legion of Doom a run for their money? You know what I mean? So two big fat guys (laughs) (laughs) who had wonderful runs afterwards in WCW, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, And and what was it? Phil, the shark, the shark, John Tenta. Yeah, the shark. Yeah, the shark master. Holy freaking Phil. David Woodsmith. Um, the fell, one. On <laughs> fell on his arse. Fell on his arse. Poor Fred. <laughs> um, one, of, one of the ones that, that come to mind is, uh, um, and unfortunately in retrospect, not great, of course, um, but the uh, end of WrestleMania 20. You know, and, and again, yeah. and, and I, think, yeah. I think a lot in the same vein as the Daniel Bryan WrestleMania 30, right? It's yep. like, oh, oh yeah. look at him. You know, that that that's somebody that's been doing this for how long, and there they are on the stage. Never thought it was going to happen, right? Bobby, you're <laughs> laughing in the corner. Like, Stokes is like, look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. No, no, it's like, look at these guys that we've, we've, we've been following for so long, you know? If you if you followed Eddie and Eddie and Benoit uh, all the way from, they were the... the Guys that came out and, and stole the show with cruiserweights, you know, opening the show or, or jobbing or whatever uh, on, on WCW to to being at WrestleMania 20 with the you know both of them having a belt, you know, I just just an mm-hmm. awesome scene, uh, an emotional scene, and uh, it, and again, you know, rivaled with you know as we mentioned with Daniel Bryan at 30. So um i the question was out there a little bit earlier from when we first started talking about this and wheels is in the uh facebook chat and saying uh, uh the connor the crusher tribute um oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean they play that, about that one. they play that definitely every time there's a live show here in pittsburgh and mm. it's just like the crowd is the entire crowd is opening openly weeping like yeah. the 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 hall of fame speech oh. was like oh. Uh, yeah. yep. I, I wear that. I wear the Connors Cure bracelet every day. You don't. Uh, you can't get through a Hall of Fame without somebody making you cry, right? Like <laughs> so, Larry Zabisco. I, I, I kind of have a weird, <laughs> weird sidetrack here. Okay. Uh, there was this one point where I couldn't stop sleeping because I, I couldn't stop. Like I couldn't go to sleep mm-hmm. because there was this one moment. Before Raw, uh, when it was on the air, I somehow turned on, uh, uh, what was it called? Rocket uh, Ranger? 
No, it wasn't Walker, Texas Ranger. Silk stockings? Rescue 911. Rescue 911? Was it when the kid got his uh, tongue stuck to the freezer? No. Wait, wait. Is, 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 it, is it the one with the kid that got stuck under the school bus? Yes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and I couldn't stop watching it. But then all of a sudden, I can't go back to bed because I'm worried that one of these days that was going to be me Where when I was a kid. From? I don't know. Like, this was, it was that. And then the kid who got stuck. Like, ever noticed all the good ones are people, are kids getting stuck yeah. under something? Yeah. Like, or in like, something. Or, or in something. Like, the kids getting stuck under the bus or the kid getting stuck on the pool or. The kid, Wait, this one's I, one of the ones I is Im, embedded in my head. The kid that got his leg stuck in a lawnmower. Uh, the, the one that really messed with me was I think it was the girl with the longer hair that got her hair stuck in the drain at the bottom of the pool. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, that one that one stuck with me for a while. Riz, I, that, I'm so happy. Remember that punky, bro- punky, punky rooster where the kid, where the kid, they're playing, they're playing hide and seek, and the kid went to the refrigerator. That scarred me for life. Wait, wait, real like the 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 real Punky Brewster or the cartoon? You're talking the about the real one. Okay, okay. Yeah, and the then one. the dad's like looking all over, and the kid was in the refrigerator, and all the air went out of the refrigerator. Like they almost lost the kid, but they found him in time. And I was like, I will never play hide and seek and hide in a refrigerator. You're making then, fun of my scars. Bobby. Then I saw, then I saw Indiana Jones do it, and I was like, it's okay to do that because you can survive a nuclear blast. <laughs> we just lost our guest. Yeah, good job, Bobby. <laughs> oh wait, did good we job. seriously? He just like he I'm is out. Gone. He I think left. He's, he's gone. He's we, he's gone. We must have hit on a childhood nerve. I feel so sorry. Well, uh, oh, what are you going to tell? Well, he's not back. talking about wrestling at all. Oh, no, he's back. But he's what were you going to say about, about uh, Rescue Nine One One, Sork? <laughs> I was going to say I'm just uh, so glad, Riz, that you're as fucked up on Rescue Nine One One as I was. <laughs> oh, uh, I was a, like, I was a kid back then. John, I went to bed like an hour before that. John, so, I hope we didn't scare that. John, I hope we didn't scare you away with uh, with no, refrigerator no. stories. I was, I was hoping he was going to say La Femme Nikita, but then he went. Oh, oh, oh that was that was after. Pack blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the yeah. USA after show. <laughs> it's Bye. been a while since we've had a Pacific Blue uh, reference on here. So uh, USA up all night. <laughs> Man, that NCIS marathon is really tough too. <laughs> Cartoon Express, but that was Saturday morning. So Saturday morning. <laughs> That was for slam. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting so my mother-in-law is now tech supporting with me about her iPhone to get it switched. Oh up. no! I'm sorry. Uh, she's on the West Rescue Coast. Rescue nine one one. Yeah, I'll tell her to call Chatner and rescue nine one one. Okay, all right. Let's bring it back around. Uh, all together. <laughs> let's completely talk about wrestling now. <laughs> John, do you have any Rescue 911 stories you want to share? <laughs> no, no. What? I used to Who'd avoid that show. Who's okay. your favorite 911 operator? <laughs> I used to avoid that show like the play. Shatner. It's definitely Shatner. Listen, I had three channels. I can't. I didn't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, this is a segment where um, we let Bobby talk about stuff. <laughs> It's gone so oh, well no. so far. Oh, oh, oh. I think we're doing this right with the DVD. Oh, oh no, now his, now his, conne- his connection's going off the rails now. <laughs> Robo Bobby FJ Town. All right, Bobby. 
Bobby, we're going to stall. No. Bobby, can you uh, reconnect, please? Because I think we lost yeah. you. Uh, um, um, yeah, sorry, some Robo Bobby there. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Better? <laughs> yes. There you that are. That was my punishment for talking about Punky Brewster. There you go. I will never bring now, that up again. Thou shalt not Punky Brewster on this show. Any, anyways, Sorg, are we doing the, the what we talked about earlier, the Mayhem Show show and tell <laughs> guess for the month of November? Well, oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I wanted to bring this up because I didn't realize we have... I don't want to say made fun of you for. Oh, we um, have. I'm, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I mean, Riz does constantly. We have expressed concern. We have, as we've seen the wall of pops just grow around you there in that in that place. Uh, hey, hold on, I want to put you on the wide shot here. Just give us just give us a little bit for those on the video, the, the uninitiated. Just give a little pan over to what the okay. situation is, like the physical gravity of this situation with your Funko Pops. I just checked. I just got this in in the mail. Okay. This week. Oh, no, 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 no. Just, wait, wait. Before we get that, like, like show them the rest. Oh, okay. That's, this that's, is my new day, new day uh, three pack. So, yeah. Um, but I'm gonna pan around. Don't mind. Don't mind the mess. Um, that's good. These are all my wrestling ones. Okay. Okay. So that's a good bit there. Pointing this camera. Yeah, that's a respectable amount. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, Right. There's little Finn Balor sitting there. Mm-hmm. Then I have over here you have the Dragon detail. Ball Z okay. and Kill Bill with my giant Kill Bill poster. With <laughs> my Thundercats over there and uh, Brack and Space Ghost and Mega Man. His room is like 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 sectioned off. It's <laughs> it is. Then I have my bookshelf with oh, Game of Thrones, oh, Doctor Who, and uh, Star Wars. Oh boy. Then I have the bigger pops in the middle there. Oh, then I have the giant pop wall that has like Marvel, Overwatch, uh, anything you can name. It's on there. And then I have my DC wall over there. And I, I made a space for some more over there. And it will, it will be filled up by this week. And, and there's my artwork on the wall there. Harley Quinn. Batman. Stuff like that, and I'm sorry for giving everybody motion sickness. That's all right. Oh, I, oh, I, I, but that's what, sorry for, for the couple of you I know that do do broadcasts to a Chromecast. So. Welcome to the Blair Witch Project. Don't this watch. Is my room. I hope you're not. Nobody's watching this on like a uh, Google Cardboard or anything. Yeah. So, um, but they'll get a 360 view on my uh, pop wall, <laughs> which is awesome. But yeah, the new day. Um, I, I just now? checked my my pop collection value. Um, the new day has fallen. Side note: There's a pop collection value and inventory website I, that Bobby okay. belongs to. Uh, Funko has has I have 201 Funko items. Of course you do, Bobby. That's not all pops. That's that's mystery minis, Dorbs, mm-hmm. all the other ones. The value is two thousand nine hundred forty six dollars. <laughs> um, but my my highest one it, it, once again is CM Punk. Uh, he's about sixty bucks. Rick Grimes is sixty dollars. The bloody mystery mini. And you bought these Bebop. mostly for a retail price, right? Yeah, yeah. CM Punk I bought for like ten bucks. Okay. Rick Grimes I got for probably like seven fifty, and I got lucky that I got that one. Bebop I got for ten bucks. Uh, he's worth fifty. Um, the the uh, three pack of the new day that I just showed you guys is worth fifty now. It was worth sixty. Um, Lino doesn't have his insert in his Funko Pop box. 
Uh, so he's he's fifty, but he's probably worth less. Uh, Rocksteady, I got a chocolate Majin Buu from uh, Dragon Ball Z. Oren Ishii from Kill Bill is worth like forty one. Prince John from Robin Hood, the Disney version, is worth about forty. And the Super Saiyan Goku that's metallic from Loot Crate is worth about thirty nine bucks. So that's my top ten. I wow. also this week framed my Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, <laughs> it looks like a family member. <laughs> it's like in a frame uh, from my NXT collection. We get together on Thanksgivings. Yeah, he's, that's a signed print from uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. And uh, as I was looking for pops, I went to Cash and Culture in Greensburg. And I usually buy a wrestling magazine there. They have tons of good wrestling magazines. Um, I bought In Your Face. WWE, the best of two thousand or the best of nineteen ninety nine in 3D. Now I do not have 3D glasses. I might have had that one. Um, this has Hardcore Holly throwing drinks at someone. I can't tell who I it is. Had when I was a kid, um, it has Billy Gunn's ass is the last page. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what you want sticking out. Yeah, because that's what you want in 3D. Jeez. Oh, um, yeah, there's road dogs in it. Um, there's like a whole bunch of stuff. Stone Cold pouring a beer on his bloody head because <laughs> uh, you do—that's what you do when you have a massive cut. Um, but there's yeah, a whole bunch alcohol. of just different things. There's, yeah, it is alcohol. There's a whole bunch of different things. Um, it's really cool, and that's what I found. And that's my show and tell. Well, Bobby, I found yeah. some 3D glasses oh, for no! you. Oh no! It fell. <laughs> All right. I just, I just, you know, we, we we talk about it a lot, so I thought maybe the scope of what's there's, going on with his pops would be interesting. My my room is going to cave in, and I'm just going to be awake with like tons of pops around me. If there's ever and you'll, like, and you'll be in heaven, sort uh, Bobby, you'll be in heaven. I will. I will. I would Funko Pop heaven, and you're like just doing snow angels in the in the Funko Pops. No, that'll devalue them because the boxes will get broken. <laughs> wow, you thought of it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. It's not like you're going to sell them. I'm going to sell a couple of them. I just bought an Obi Wan Kenobi one that I'm going to sell because I thought he was worth more. And it turns out he's worth what exactly as I paid for him. I was like, oh. And that has been Bobby's Funko Pop collection. Thank you. <laughs> I have five. See how deep this, this goes. Was, so it's this actually, was my last appearance on the, the uh, Mayhem yeah, yeah. Show. <laughs> no, I, I like these segments. We ju- we just let you geek out because it worked out so yeah, so okay. well last yeah. time after House of Hardcore. So uh, yeah, I got some yeah. good responses from that. That so. was still embarrassing. Jeez, as as RJ said, he said, "Get a grip, get a grip, <laughs> get a grip, man." All <laughs> right. Well, it's time to end off the show with our uh, usual question. What did you learn? No, no, no. That's that's the wrong one, Riz. What did you learn from wrestling this week? I'm not going for a third time in a row. Somebody else go. Riz is MVP'd this. John, do you have one, perhaps? (laughs) I did learn something that Goldberg is actually 50 years old now, and he's possibly a little bit rusty. I think that's kind of what I learned. (laughs) That looks so rough. What did he he say? I have one jackhammer left and one spear left, and then he jackhammered Rusev and speared Rusev. 
<laughs> uh, he speared Paul Heyman. Oh, speared Heyman. Oh, he yeah. Speared, yeah, he speared Heyman. So I guess it didn't count then. Yeah, there, there was a misstep there, and it, it just flashed me back to the Regal match that they talk about on Monday Night War. <laughs> it was just oh, like. Oh, yeah. Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Regal kind of shoots on him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I, I, I talked about in weeks past, like, like, you know, hey, following Raw tonight is. Mid or Monday, that's a midweek night. Monday Night Wars with Goldberg, right? And it's like, do you really want to show that? Like, and what you said about him and promoting him coming back for this big marquee match is just very, very odd. Uh, it doesn't matter, Sorg. They have your money. Yeah, they do have my money. They can do whatever the hell they want to do because they have your money, even if you don't want to watch it. Well. That's right. That's right. Either way, I'm funding this. Either way. Yeah. Either way. Good job, Stork. But I'm also funding NXT. Also, I also have. True. Also, I have a bit for for. I know. I know. Mike always says that um his nine 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 pays for four episodes of NXT every month. You know those are on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. Not the takeovers, but still, like you can get NXT on Hulu. So just put it out there. All right, um, Bobby. Um, I learned that the person that comes out first always wins the match. What? <laughs> or loses the match. What? <laughs> I had a friend over for the pay-per-view to watch it this weekend, and he brought his friend with him. And he proceeded to tell me that, oh man, Rusev come out first, he, 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 he's going to win. And he lost, so he sw- he reversed it and said, "Oh man, Rusev come out first, so that means everybody that comes out first is going to lose every match tonight." <laughs> yeah. What? That's what I. That's what I put up with this weekend. <laughs> so you had that classic invited the wrong person for the pay per view syndrome. I wouldn't say invited. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, oh no. Yeah, it- that's unfortunate. It, it was fun though. It was, it was fun. Um, he he proceeded. He's he's a giant Goldberg fan, and I proceeded to make fun of Goldberg throughout the night. <laughs> what, what, what? So you had like a combative pay per view uh, experience? Yeah, it was it was fun. Though. We had a good time. All right, all right, we had a good time. What about you, Riz? I learned Michael Cole doesn't like fun. Why? What do you do now? Michael Cole's been like. A, by the way, I, what didn't he do last night, Sorg? What did no, he, do? he was dressed as the chairman. The, no, that does not count. Yes, it does. He said he was he dressed wore as the a chairman. Suit. He wore a suit. He was dressed as Vince McMahon. He wore a suit. He always wears a suit. Better than Corey Therefore, S. <laughs> no. That was great. That was take amazing. that back. I know that was. How about Brian Saxon's little jammy, little sax jammies? Byron Saxon <laughs> won. Byron Saxton won the costume contest. He did. Little absolutely. absolutely. But yeah, Michael Cole does not know how to do things. It's like, oh, I'm dressed <laughs> up with a suit. Therefore, I'm the chairman. Ha 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 ha. Well, he, he's kind of like has to be the rube in this. But by the way, like, like I, I feel like I still no, feel like doesn't. I still feel like Byron and, and Corey have like completely disarmed any argument I have about uh, Michael Cole. You know, like everything just works. It just works way better mm-hmm. than SmackDown. Um, 
And because you see that those two actually communicate to each other, mm-hmm. leaving Michael Cole silent for a few minutes. That's that's right. It, it, it's it's the 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 jazz back and forth. They have chemistry. Cole doesn't have to participate in and try to keep it afloat. Um, versus like the plotting nature of like JBL and and Lawler were for the longest time. Right. Oh wait, no, no. I, I already have another one too. Ah oh, shit. So, says a little backstory to it. I I saw somebody do this for like for real, like trying to get something on WB Network, and uh, then I just went off and went. I think I did it on the Mayhem Show account. I posted, "Hey, WWE." Like it was Ask WWE Network. Yeah. Uh, I put, "Hey, when is there going to be the Great Collies collection?" I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, I didn't see that too. <laughs> and they responded and put it in a suggestion box. So everybody out there, make sure you do that for this guy right here. And he's going to have his own section in the WWE Network. Suggestion box is another word for file 13. I don't care. You know what that file 13 is, Riz? The garbage can. It's, wait, it's just ask WWE Network, right? Yes. Were you asking for a collection or a best of? Or? Yes, collection. Like a like a like a playlist sort. But and you asked when were they'll be? But I, I'm composing the tweet right now because I'm completely going to do this from my personal account. So I said, see. when when is it going to come out? What time is Survivor Series? Ask WWE Network. There be a great colleague, and you don't even have to do it for the great colleague. Put in like Kurgan. Or, or, or Luna, Luna, Luna Vachon would be pretty Listen, good. Listen, where's but, my, where's my the goon collection? Yeah, where's the goon? Where's uh, Abe where's my Mantar? Where's my, where's my, my Mantar? This is my Max Moon collection. Where's my uh? Wow, that's a new. Co- we went. I don't care. I want to. I want to point out here. We went from discussing uh, the cruiserweights. To rescue nine one one, funky to Funko Pops. To now, we're we're, we're kind of coming cl- cutting it close here because we're now talking about the goon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we brought it back to wrestling. That works. We brought it back back to wrestling. Sword. That's how the circle of life works. Sword. That's how we do it. Sword. What did you learn? From, uh, uh, what did we learn from wrestling? Sword? I learned because I, I was watching. I was watching SmackDown. I was watching SmackDown tonight. You were, and um, I ah, oh, they took the picture. Okay, they, still, this one's pretty great too. Um, I, I, I tweeted this picture earlier of of it was it was when Ellsworth was on the stage, <laughs> and I don't know why does he look drunk during this whole thing. Uh, when security came out and they're dragging him back. By the way, this Ellsworth Dean Ambrose oh, story yeah. is yeah. like the second greatest thing behind the women in the cage uh, <laughs> in, 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 in WWE right now. And this guy, and I'll, I'll pull this up here uh, for you guys that are out there on video. Nope, that's Riz. I didn't do this right. Hi. There it is. So I, I just want to point out, like, um, the two guys on the right are very, very upset. And one, like, like physically angry, it seems, at, at the fact that this is happening. Um, and, and it has had the greatest faces that, that guy is my hero right now, uh, on the right there in, in all these shots. Um, just 
that that that's the thing that has captivated me. I want to know his story, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, so looking at you, Eamon and Alex Cars, because oh, I know Alex sure. Cars uh, called out. I think he said a couple of Chikara guys or something were part of the uh, the the King Mabel salute uh, that Charlotte did uh, coming to the ring the last couple of nights. So, Bobby, you have something I feel. I remember the one I was going to do earlier. Um, I just want to commend. I learned, I learned that Dan O'Brien finally. Dan O'Brien finally re- remembered how to say the hype bros <laughs> instead of calling the hype brothers. <laughs> he got called out on it. There you go. All right. From the uh, Facebook, uh, we uh, we also asked, what did you learn from wrestling this week? Uh, Trevor, Trevor of the. Uh, uh, Trevor the Vampire. Uh, working with, of course, uh, Black Diamond Wrestling, our friends over there, as well as some other projects. I says, uh, you learn that sometimes dumb is just fun. The whole Ellsworth thing it has been really fun to watch, yep. and they're, they, they've done it right. Um, and also Alex Cars, our buddy out in California, uh, and the uh, guy that put together a lot of our shirts over at ProWrestlingTees.com. Uh, no McMahon should have all the power. That's a quote. Hashtag Kanye WrestleMania. I don't know what that's about. I I don't know. Is that a Kanye thing? Is there? I guess it's a Kanye thing. No? Somebody. Okay, Alex. I don't know what that means. Alex, you gotta explain it to me. I'm sorry. Hey, should we ask our guest what he learned? Oh yeah, we got. Oh, you went first. Yeah. You went first. Well, yeah, he went first. That's right. right. <laughs> he learned a lot about us this week. We're we're very <laughs> yeah, sad. Too. Is, yeah, hey, this, too. this is your first mayhem <laughs> experience, John. What did you learn about the mayhem <laughs> tonight? That it's pure mayhem, and that I need to find out about those Funko Pops because I want to know if you have Mumra from <sighs> Thundercats. I just got Mumra tonight on eBay. Yes, I just bought him tonight on eBay. That's the last <laughs> Thundercat one I needed, and I'm I'm super super psyched. I'm, I'm I can't wait till he comes. But I didn't get the glow in the dark one because that's like two hundred some dollars. Oh yeah, and the and the flocked. Uh, the flocked lino is worth like two hundred fifty. So yeah, I will never see those. <laughs> nope, nope. Yeah, I, I just I just picked up Mumra tonight. All right, guys. Again, thank you so much, John, for joining us. Two man power trip of wrestling. Where can people find out what you guys are coming up? And is there anything you want to uh, mention that's coming up with you guys? Yes, definitely. You can hit us up on Twitter at Two Man Power Trip. You can find us on Facebook, uh, iTunes, YouTube. We're all over the place. Coming up this week, we have Matt Riddle, the basically the face of Evolve Wrestling. He's coming up, and then down the road, we'll have uh, Tatanka is going to be on Nikolai Volkov. So we got a lot of big ones coming up. There you go. Bobby F J Town is at Bobby F J Town on the Twitter, and uh, he will be participating as part of the Extra Life Marathon coming up in a couple of weekends. Yep. Uh, follow him for information and live streams on that. Uh, yeah, and it's going to be fun. I'm playing DuckTales first. Oh, nice. For I've been, Nintendo. The original or the remaster? The original. Nice. For nice. Nintendo. I, I love the remaster. I love playing the remaster. <laughs> uh, and the Riz at the E-Riz and at Riz Plays Games, also on Twitter. He will also be a part of Extra Life. And both of them boss Only battle. He's not going to stay up the entire twenty-four hours. Hey, you know he's still <laughs> so going to. And also, uh, both of you guys at bossbattlepodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Yes. See. 
Okay, that's all oh, I got. Oh, Riz plays games. <laughs> I was gonna, Riz I was plays like, games. Sorry, I, I mentioned Twitch. it. I mentioned okay, Twitch. Yeah, hit him up on Twitch. Riz plays games. That was your chance. That's the part where you yes, plug that was shit. Chance. Yeah, I was too busy playing with the Great Khali doll. That yes, you those. were getting those Action visuals. Figure. Getting those visuals for all those audio guys out there. Um, and, of course, check out everything going on at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, SorgatronMedia.com for a lot of other uh, podcasts, non-wrestling related. Actually, stay tuned because we, I actually this evening had a great conversation with Mike Quackenbush of Chikara Pro. Um, not on a wrestling program. We actually talked on Awesome Chat for our sister Ooh. podcast, AwesomeCast.net, because we were talking about is Indiegogo. There's a Chikara action arcade game. On Indiegogo, right now, as of tonight, they're about 45% complete on that. There's a, a, about uh, uh, 10 days left, I believe. Uh, the interview will be up on Thursday. Uh, there's a raw of it on our Facebook feed right now. If you want to go listen to it, go support it. I put my 25 bucks in for it, so I'll be getting a digital copy. This is a game that will be completed. Um, the original pro- you know, prognosis... Uh, that's not the right word uh, was uh, 2018 basically the more money that they put into this the quicker it will happen mm-hmm. uh, is the idea right now and also if you uh, if you if you in the meantime if you pay X amount I believe I get a month of Chikartopia with that as oh, well uh, so Riz come on over we'll rewatch yeah, King, get that. we'll see we'll look for us in the crowd on uh, on uh, King of Trios this past year I've I've already picked out like five times where we we are like clear as day and we sat in like the back row every night <laughs> so, yeah like the farthest back row by the entrance uh, no, but I'm in a net with Jugulak. Jugu- <laughs> okay, catch, catch the close-ups of me and king of trio just being absolutely amazed by the japanese girls ah uh, but anyways um it's okay my wife was with me uh <laughs> also this week on indie mayhem show we talked to the author of uh donald trump is a wrestler dot com is where the book is at uh and we had some really interesting discussions there that's going to be indie mayhem show and uh there's something else i wanted to plug but i forgot just check out stamps.com slash wts no 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 that's not that's that's a different show entirely okay Guys, it's been a blast. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, Mayhemers. We'll see you guys next time. Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.